Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello, welcome back to another podcast episode. And before I dive into this topic today, I just need to give you a little quick update and some great news. And that is yesterday, I ran three miles without stopping. So exciting. And if you listen to, I believe, two of my previous podcast episodes, I talked about this. It's a goal that I've set for myself for this summer, getting back into running and just like challenging my body in different ways when it comes to being active. And y'all, when I tell you that I was literally almost in tears because I accomplished this sooner than I thought, like it just feels so good. And I got to say, like, when we got to the end of this, my legs felt like jello. I also felt very nauseous because I think I was on the runner's high. Like, I literally could not, like, feel my legs, which was okay because after a while when I warmed up and kind of, like, slowed down my pace, I was able to get my breathing back, and it was just nice. But overall, I just enjoyed it so much can't wait to do it again. But I think what really helped me through like pushing through it this time was definitely focusing on some different breathing techniques when it comes to running and really envisioning myself like manifesting while I was running, like by visualizing on how I would feel when I get to the finish line. And it was so amazing. Like that was literally what kept me going when I wanted to stop so bad. Like there were times where I felt like my breathing wasn't appropriate and I feel like it was slowing me down, but I went my pace, slowed down a little bit, took a breather, didn't stop, but just, you know, kind of did like a slow jog and I was able to keep going and then was able to bring my pace back up and the finish at the finish line without stopping. So I'm just so excited. I just had to share that with you because there were so many times when I was like getting closer to the finish line. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I can stop now. Like, I'm just getting so tired and like, I'm almost there, but maybe I'll just do it next time. And like, these are some of the thoughts that can come up a lot when you're in your weight loss journey. Like every time when I coach my clients, usually I'm just like, you're almost there. You're almost there. Do not give up. And it feels like that whenever you set a goal for yourself, but it's so fun when you get there. But what's more fun is actually like, your journey throughout it, like how strong you get before you get to the finish line, right? And so today I'm going to share with you the secret to create consistency for a lifetime. And this is one of the things that I teach my clients. And this is something that I embody as well. And if you listen to my story, you know that I've been doing this whole fitness thing for eight years. And it wasn't always easy But literally what I'm about to share with you today is what kept me going, is what kept me consistent. And it's something that I will continue 
for my whole entire life when I have a family in the future or whatever it is. And the only time when I actually like didn't stay quote unquote consistent was when I went on vacation or I had to take a break if I was sick, right? Anything like that. But taking care of my health or like working out and staying active was never something that I just like pushed to the side and like forgot about it and was like, you know, what? I'm not doing this. It was always something that I wanted to get consistent in. And I'll share with you how I was able to create that. And so let's talk about the ingredients to the secret recipe, right? The first thing is building self-trust and honesty with yourself. And this is something that is not often talked about in the industry, of course, because the diets, the nutrition and the workouts is the big noise, right? Like the waist trainers and the fat burning pills. Like those are all the things that's yelling at you. And no one ever really talks about like, you got to make sure you trust yourself and you got to make sure that you're being honest with yourself throughout this whole journey. And basically what I mean by this is like, when you say you're going to do something, do it instead of like pushing it away. And when you're able to do this, you're building a small belief inside of yourself to feel more confident. And the more confident you feel, the more weight you will lose. And the more weight you lose... You can use that and apply it to achieve any goals in your life, whether that is creating more money in your life, creating a better relationship to attract the person that you love into your life, to have a better relationship with your family, whatever it is, right? But it all starts with you saying you're going to do something and doing it. And you can start this in the smallest way possible to start building that confidence in yourself that you are an accountable person. And I'm going to just use like this example. So let's say you tell yourself that you're going to do laundry every Sunday. Every time Sunday comes around, do the laundry. Because when you do that, you're able to build this like narrative inside of you and really see that like, oh, you know, every time I say I'm going to do that, I'm actually doing it. And if for any reason something happens, I know that I can always get myself to do what I tell myself to do. And that is where you build that self-accountability with yourself and not rely on other people to create that motivation or to create that accountability with you to lose weight together if that's not what their priorities are, right? Because sometimes you can have that workout buddy, but if they are not there for you. Sometimes you just don't want to do it. And this is the start to that. This is the start to building that for yourself. And then also going back to like doing it, you know, with something small and then slowly building it up, this is going to help you when things get hard and you don't want to get up and do your workout start schedule for the week. It's all about like, if I could do this with doing laundry every Sunday, I could do this with the workouts that I have told myself that I'm going to do for Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and for Sundays when meal prepping comes around. I know that if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And here's the thing too, is like, if you don't go through with whatever, you know, you told yourself to do and you didn't do it, I want you to get very curious on why. Like, you will be surprised why you didn't do it. And it's always more than just oh, I'm just making excuses. Like sometimes it's because you're either confused on how to do it, you're overcomplicating the process, or you think it takes too much time and you just need to like 
wait until like you have more time. Like our brains tell us so many things so that we can not go through with something, but it's your job to understand why you didn't do it because sometimes it's just not an excuse. It's always either you're confused, you're overwhelmed, or you're in I don't know land, <laughs> which is the land of not coming up with a solution to help you move forward. And so I'm going to give you an example of this, right? Let's say like whenever you're at work, like your manager tells you to do something and it's something that you've never done before, like a project or something. And if you don't know how to do it, you don't just tell your manager that you don't know how to do it. You figure that shit out. <laughs> and this applies to the same like thing in your health and fitness journey. Like you will always figure it out even if it doesn't make sense. And even if you aren't like doing it the quote unquote the right way, like you will always figure out why you're not sticking to the decisions that you like set. Like, okay, I'm going to do this, but you didn't do it. And so remembering like that work analogy, if you can figure stuff out at work, like approaching this project from a unique perspective, even though you've never done it before, you can do the same thing in your weight loss journey. You just got to have a clear mind so that you come up with solutions. And speaking of that, this all starts with you being honest with yourself in the first place. And I like to think of like our brain as a protective shield. Like it loves protecting us from being honest with ourselves sometimes because we don't want to feel like certain emotions, whether that is like feeling disappointed in ourselves or like judging ourselves for not going through with a decision to work out or going through with meal prepping on Monday to make sure that we set ourselves for success throughout the week. And so because it's a protective shield, like in order to avoid some of those emotions, like we go to I don't know land. And that is the easiest route that it takes because our brain loves to save energy and it's going to go there so that it can help you to not feel a certain way and it creates this like beating around the bush thing so that we can feel better and feel safe even though we don't like the way we're acting to work towards our goal a lot of the times like if you could just be honest with yourself you will always know the reason why you're not doing something so like for example like instead of saying i don't know why i didn't work out or meal prep this week it might be like, well, you know, meal prepping and working out this week just wasn't my priority. Like, it's that simple. Like, just saying that it's not a priority for you. And when you're able to be honest and own up to that, it wasn't a priority for you, you can really see and decide whether or not you want to make that true and have it continue to not be a priority or change it to make it a priority and change the way you're taking action upon it. So, whatever it is, Whenever you're honest, just remember that you create more clarity for yourself and you get to determine what best serves you in that moment. And it's so easy to think that like, oh my gosh, like you want me to be honest with myself? Of course I could do that. It's so easy. Like I could just, I could just tell the truth all the time to myself. But a lot of the times we stay away from it because Sometimes the truth stings and the purpose of your truth is not supposed to make you feel good. It's supposed to show you what you're currently believing about yourself, whether that is like 
you don't believe that you're good enough to lose weight or you don't believe that you can do this or you don't believe that meal prepping is going to help you succeed or you don't believe that tracking calories is going to like do anything for you whatever it is right it's supposed to course correct you so that you can stop running around the same track over and over because you don't like it there anyway so we got to do something about it and then the second ingredient is know your why beyond you so in my past podcast episode I talk a lot about knowing your why and how important it is and like it's so crucial for you to understand why you're doing this whole weight loss thing in the first place because it's what's going to keep you going when times get hard and my coach DL says like if you don't have a strong root like when your tree grows and a strong wind comes it's going to knock you down like it's nothing but if you know the reason behind everything you do you will always keep going no matter how hard it is even though it's some of the things that you don't want to do right? Like losing weight always go beyond the way you look. It is more than that. And you need to figure out what that is for you and why you're doing this in the first place. And like, who are you doing it for? And like, why is it important for you to keep going even when you have hard ass days? Like, this is so important because I've seen several clients that try to lose weight for their husbands, for their parents, for their friends, but not for them. And you know how that goes. It doesn't last long. When you're doing it for you, get really clear on why you're doing it in the first place. Because every time you come back to that why, it's going to create this like motivation in you to like do the things, right? And this is why I always ask my clients to see the value of everything they do once they understand why they're doing it in the first place. Like, what is the value of tracking your calories for a few weeks? What can you learn from it? What is the value of eating without distracting yourself from Netflix? Like, everything you do in your journey has a value. And if you cannot see the value that it's going to create for you, you are going to be resistant to even trying it in the first place. Like, I, I think about this, like, scenario of, like, when you see someone do keto and they lost a lot of weight, like, and you jump on it, it's because you saw the value of keto. The value of keto is that you can lose weight really quickly and not have to, like, take years or months, right? Same goes for, like, when people use waist trainer, like some people see that the value of waist trainer is you get to have a smaller waist, even if you weren't born with it. And so they keep using it. When you're able to see the value of the sustainable methods, you will stick to it versus sticking to the diets and the things that didn't work for you in the past. So like if you have a coach that's helping you in this journey or if you're actually one of my one-on-one clients and you are listening to this podcast, always remember that every outline, every suggestions, every recommendation or plan that's put onto your hands from your coach or me, if I'm your coach, has a value and a reason behind it. And when you see that, you will understand why your coaches are tough on you, why they want to show you something that you might not be aware of and how it can impact your weight loss results. And it is your job to take what they say and explore it and to find your truth and to find 
what works for you and if it doesn't work and why, right? So when I think about like eight years ago in my fitness journey, my mentor at the time was my boyfriend's brother-in-law and his friend. Like they were hardcore weightlifting people and they used to do like physique competition and all of that. And at the beginning of my journey, like I was so focused on just working out. Like I was like, you know, I'm going to work myself to the ground. I had like a routine to work out every single day, like six times a week. Like I was overdoing it a lot. And I remember both of them saying, you know, like you should focus on your nutrition and like your eating habits, because that's going to be like the biggest factor of like your results. And that's what you should focus on because you cannot outwork a bad nutrition because at the time I was just kind of eating whatever but I was like working really hard at the gym running like on the treadmill and at the time I was I didn't understand I was like no like I see the value of working out a lot but I didn't see the value of prioritizing my nutrition and my eating habits I didn't care about that and then a few years went by and when I was able to like focus on my nutrition a little bit by little bit with my workouts too, I finally saw the value of nutrition and I finally saw the value of my mindset around it and how important it was for me to do that first versus overtraining my body over and over and over. Like it was so important for me to understand nutrition over supplements while understanding macros like your carbs proteins and fats and portioning more than like how many reps and sets should I do or how many exercise should I do how long should I be working for like I saw the value of nutrition and so whenever your coach or if I'm your coach right is suggesting something or is directing you to look at something else Like there's always a reason behind it, but you have to see the value of it to continue doing the thing. And sometimes your vision at the moment might not align with your coach, but that's the whole point. Like it's about getting curious about it and see that like, oh, you know what? It makes sense. Like every time I coach my clients, they're always like talking about the tactical stuff, like like the how many calories should I eat? How many times should I work out? How many reps and sets should I do? It's like all the tactical questions versus like, what do I need to think differently about this journey? And we always prioritize mindset over it because your mindset is going to determine your results. And they're always like a little bit confused at first because they're like, what does this have to do with losing weight? And then eventually when we get to like week four and six, they're like, oh, okay. It makes sense now. Like that makes sense. I understand why this is the foundation now. And if you follow me on IG story, I created this like pyramid where like the bottom of the pyramid, which is like basically your foundation is the relationship that you have with yourself and your mindset. And then the second layer is like your nutrition, your eating habits. And then the top part is the workouts. And a lot of the times, if you're listening to this, you're focusing on the workouts or nutrition, you're forgetting all about the relationship that you have with yourself, your self dialogue throughout the whole process, how you're talking to yourself, and like how you're dealing with your emotions throughout the weight loss process. And that's so important, because it's gonna determine your actions. Because whatever you're thinking, 
is always going to end up in the results that you currently have. Your thoughts always create your results. And if you're kind of confused on what I'm talking about, I use the self-coaching model by the Life Coach School by Brooke Castile. Well, they use this mythology called the self-coaching model. And every time you're thinking about something, whether it's positive or negative, it will create a positive or negative result, depending on what you're thinking from a neutral circumstance. So you have your circumstance, your thoughts, your feelings, your action, and your results. So I will look at that if you're a little bit confused of what I'm saying here on the podcast, but it's one of those tools that I use all the time to be aware of like how I'm thinking, how my clients are thinking about a certain situation or scenario. So the third ingredient is know your triggers. Now, when I say know your triggers, I'm specifically talking about understanding yourself in the situations that you put in. Because sometimes you end up putting yourself in a situation that will set you up to fail over and over and over again. And you don't even realize that you're doing this because you're, you're not aware of it yet. And you're thinking that like everything is happening to you when really you haven't seen that you can pull yourself out of it and think differently about the scenario. So for example, I have a client that's currently working from home and she's built her whole entire workout schedule, meal planning and everything all at home. And it's been working for her. She's doing amazing. She's lost like eight inches off her waist in the past six weeks and she's just killing it, right? And then she got this call from her boss the other day and her boss was like, hey, I think I think we're probably gonna have you come back into the office. And she was literally like so anxious because her schedule is going to change and she was having all of these thoughts about like okay what if I can't keep my current schedule and what if I can't like meal prep on these days and stuff like that and I can see that she was already trying to fit like her current schedule into her future schedule going into work and we knew that that wasn't going to work but that was how her brain was trying to set her up to fail over and over like trying to fit a square peg into a circle hole and I'm bringing this so that you can be aware of it because your brain is going to present this in so many ways like you will notice that like you put yourself in the situation to not prepare your meals ahead of time, you will put yourself in a position where you won't have time to work out, whether that is like distracting yourself by hanging out with your family or your friends, right? Like there's so many ways that you set yourself up for failure that you don't even know it. So really think about like how you do that to yourself and really understand your self-sabotaging cycle. And when you understand that, you can catch yourself and be like, oh, this is actually what's keeping me from being consistent. And then you can be like, oh my gosh, that's so interesting that my brain is doing that. And I have so many of these examples because my brain used to do this all the time. Like I remember when I didn't want to work out, I would just call up my boyfriend and be like, okay, let's hang out. Let's go do something. And then at the end of the week, I'd be like, okay, I basically like missed two workouts and I don't know why. And then I started like really think about it. And I noticed it was a recurrent pattern. And my boyfriend even brought it up to me. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to get out of like working out sometimes. And it's so powerful when you understand that and you're aware of it because you can change it. All right. And then the fourth 
ingredient that I want to leave you with is stop defining your breaks as a setback. Like, let's say you take a break and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm behind now. I have a setback. I have to start again. Like, how does that make you feel every single time you think like that? Almost feels like you're starting from square one and the amount of resistance of you trying to go up the hill again is like, it, it increases every single time. And every single time you take a break, you're at the bottom of the hill again and you have to crawl back. Like that takes so much energy. And so I want to share with you this flower analogy that I came up with. And this analogy is about to blow your mind. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh, you're going to be like, this is not a setback. I did not take two steps backwards. I'm not behind. I'm just resuming. That's the word, resuming. All right. So I want you to imagine that you are planting a flower outside your backyard. Like there's tons of flowers and each flower represents all aspects of your life, right? So we're just going to pretend that these flowers never die and they live as long as you live. And so like, let's say one is your weight loss journey and then the other is the relationship that you have with your family. One is work, one is school, whatever it is, right? Every time you work on your weight loss journey, you are nurturing it with water and it grows every single time but let's say you leave on vacation or like you're sick and like you're just not having it for that week and you haven't had the chance to water your flower. When you get back from your break, you don't plant a new flower and forget about the current flower that you have, right? Like, for example, like all the hard work that you put in, like all the lessons that you learn about nutrition, about yourself and like all the wins and accomplishments that you've created. Like you go back and you continue watering that flower and it keeps growing, even if you took a break. So I want you to think about it from that way. Like I'm saying this because you are never starting over. Starting over is all in your mindset. It's also a way of like self-sabotaging too, going back to knowing your triggers. And so how do you want to define your break or you resting so that you can bounce back faster? Cannot tell you how many times this whole starting over thing, this whole break or setback or feeling behind has kept so many people in their same result, which is not losing the weight, which is not taking care of the health and putting it on the back burner over and over. Because you are always learning something and you are always growing. Even if you tried to lose weight in the past and you've done it the dieting way and like, let's say you lost the weight and you gain it all back, like... You always take something from those experiences and then that creates a stronger foundation for you to do it the sustainable way and grow a flower for a lifetime. So that's my flower analogy for you. Get very clear on that. And every time your brain offers and says that you're behind, you're behind who? Behind what? Get very specific. Are you comparing yourself to somebody? Or are you comparing yourself to yourself? So I really hope that you like this episode. I know I gave you a different side of like creating consistency for a lifetime when it comes to your weight loss journey. But this is all about your mind. It's all about how you want to think about yourself, being honest, earning that trust and accountability, and then really defining your breaks 
as the way that you want and not something that's going to keep you in the same spot. So if you enjoyed this podcast episode, screenshot it and share it on your IG and tag me at super LY Sam. Again, that's super LY Sam. But this was such a fun podcast episode to record. And until then, I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to take this work deeper, join my one-on-one coaching program where I can help you lose weight and eat foods you actually like while helping you build a consistent routine where you'll no longer fall off on the weekends. To apply, visit www.superly.com to book a call with me. But other than that, I will talk to you 